Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Scenario Horror's Heart by Sheldon Gillet. Would someone like to uh, catch us up with where we are? Uh, we're in Montreal still. Uh, we are, I think, as we try to dig into the mystery of Sankuti, of this body, perhaps getting more confused as we have picked up some history about uh, from the library about what may or may not have happened both to the saint uh, while living and to the body of the saint afterwards. Uh, but we spent uh, the last time, I think, doing a fair amount of library research. And then some folks were off to go visit the... Um, uh, the book uh, dealer friend of the father to see what he might have come up with or perhaps to steal it. Or to, I'm not actually sure what their goal is. Um, I feel like it's a little uh, nefar nefarious perhaps, but we'll find out. Um, and then uh, there was a funeral also of the grandfather of Lavois, uh, Miss Lavois, and a mysterious dog, uh, perhaps the same one that saved the uh, the the brave um, party in the alleyway, um, appeared at the at the funeral after the funeral, and uh, Miss Lavoie invited uh, the visitors from our group who were at the funeral to head to her house to follow her back to the house. Um, it seems like something else must surely have occurred, but I think it was mostly that. We met uh, Percival Harwick. There's a fair uh, bit of research that happened. Yeah, there was a lot of research and a fair amount of chatter. There was much Planning. lamenting. <laughs> we, uh, ah, and we had a, an uh, Anna Celise uh, had no dreams and is now firmly convinced uh, that Sankuti is a complete fake and that there's nothing going on here. Perhaps. Well, let's address that first. The dreams? Yes. Oh, okay. Or Miss LaForge's impression of them. Okay. Because I wouldn't want her to have the, the wrong impression. Hmm, okay. How about an idea role? Or a dreaming role. Or a dreaming role. Uh, I have made an idea role. It would uh, it would not have succeeded on my dreaming role. Okay. How about making a dreaming role? All right. Uh, wow. I rolled the same thing again. <laughs> which is, so, I presume, not is, a, is still a failure. Still a failure, yeah. I <laughs> passed the one role uh, that I made the first time I was dreaming, but did not pass this time. Okay. So with just the idea role... Um, I think we can point out uh, in the general sense that uh, Miss LaForge, of course, she went down into the tomb, the empty tomb. The bodiless tomb? To, is that what you're saying? You tried to dream. Uh, and yes, she is certain that there is no psychic activity no dreaming activity no mystical activity associated with that spot right 
even though a, right so the body may not have actually spent a long time there i guess maybe her I, I, yeah i wasn't necessarily thinking the body is fake obviously it's a real skeleton but that there's something fishy going on but because she has had inklings from you know somebody's pillow or something in the past but yeah yeah she's unlikely to sleep in the refrigerator but uh <laughs> you uh, want to cuddle up may, with the corpse she may cuddle up with the heart yeah we'll find out bring a heavy heavy blanket yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so can I ask uh, a few quick questions yeah. for clarification? Of course. Go I was ahead. going over uh, the first one. I was going over the police report. I guess not that I would know that, but maybe when the time comes, um, they mentioned a book written in the language of Far uh, Tibet or Tibet, however you pronounce it, in that time. Um, the book that uh, Father Phil has, um, I forget what language it is. Would that match that description as well? I, the book being the handwritten book journal, whatever you want to call that thing, that uh, was purportedly found with the body and the heart, that book... Yeah, the does that match the one in the police report uh, by Captain McTavish that uh, Anna Sellis uh, stumbled across? I'm just curious. Like I said, it says it's written in the language of far Tibet, and then we have a book ourselves. Curiously enough, that's the handwritten book. Uh, so the answer to that is going to require an education role from you. So I think hold on to that question until. Mm -hmm. Uh, you reunite with Miss LaForge, and she can bring you up to date and with Perfect. her research. Perfect. And the other thing, um, I don't think Edward mentioned, I don't see it anywhere, but uh, Simon wanted to, uh, this is for Gary, I guess, Simon wanted to um, develop his film at one point. I don't remember if he tried to do that or did do that Not yet. before he arrived. Not yet. Not yet. No, okay. because we did the research and then we had to go to the funeral and now we're going back to the people's house. So I haven't right. had a chance to. Perfect. Thank you. I'll cut up. <clears throat> um, if Mr. Steele wanted to, uh, I, I would be willing to allow a slight retcon. You could certainly have dropped it off somewhere to be developed for you. Okay, yep. Um, then I probably would have. Um, possibly if I've got any friends in the, um, in a newspaper here. Uh, credit rating. Credit rating. Okay. So, so that was a zero one. Uh, so, yes, you do know, I actually have, uh, where is it? I was just looking at that, too. Ah, um, <clears throat> you, you know, have some, you know, not close friends, but at least some, you know, names that people recognize from, I don't know, cross-border journalism convention or something um, at the Montreal Star. So you certainly could have dropped your film off and said, hey, can you develop this for us and, you know, or for me? And I'll let them have first dibs on the story for their run paper as well once well, it's ready. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, good. 
They'll have it for you tomorrow. Fantastic, thank you. Okay. Um, so let us start then uh, back with Miss LaForge. Uh, you had done some research, you'd found some information, and I believe you had stepped out for lunch. Um, I think I had stepped lunch. out for lunch and then come back and done some more research, which was the uh, with the result of the police. Ah, I think okay. the police report was an after lunch uh, finding. Fair enough. Um, so mid-afternoon? Yep. Uh, you have done that bit of research. What is Miss LaForge up to? Um, I think she will be headed back to the house, uh, to the church. Okay. Uh, walking or hailing a cab? Uh, it's a nice afternoon in April. I will walk. I have uh, plenty of time. I think that the the funeral is, and I might stop for some coffee and a little pastry since we are in Montreal. Okay. Uh, you can certainly do so. Uh, it is, uh, as you mentioned, it is a lovely afternoon in Montreal. Um, walk a little ways from the library to a cafe, coffee and pastry, all good. Oh, and just in time. Hey, Michael. Hey, Hello. Hey, good. How are you doing? Good. Hello, um, everyone. Hey, Michael. Hi, Michael. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good yeah, to no hear problem. you. Thank you. Uh, you're just in time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Great. Uh, Miss LaForge, as you come out of the cafe, uh, there is a carriage stopped on the street. Oh. Would you make a spot hidden roll, please? Uh, always happy to fail another roll for you. Okay. Uh, the driver of the carriage calls to you as you walk past. Does he call in French or in English? French. Okay. Uh, uh, yes. Did you get the note I sent you, Michael? No, I didn't. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> never mind. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. The um, the cab driver kind of, you know, leans out. May I offer you a ride? Um, well, I was uh, planning to walk. Uh, this is not much further. But um, may I ask? why you are offering me a ride this is your normal business uh yes it is however i always i often find it necessary to warn foreigners to warn strangers who are in montreal for the first time this is a dangerous city for those who go unprepared or unawares I wouldn't um, want to see any harm come to you. I'm going to roll my little psychology on him to see what uh, I think he might be getting at. Uh, that is a normal success. And I guess it's a question of whether he is attempting to threaten me by telling me how dangerous it is or whether he is, in fact, has some 
um, esoteric knowledge that uh, he wants to give me and is actually trying to look out for me. He is not threatening you. Okay. Um, well, um, perhaps I should uh, listen to you, may I? And I sort of get as if to, uh, to actually come up next to him. Uh, you know, in the front. Is this is this a, a motor motor car? No, it is a horse carriage. It's a horse horse carriage. Yeah, so I will get as if to uh, get up next to the driver, which would be unusual, I think. Intelligence roll. Okay. Uh, Eighty three is not a success. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he. Know, makes a clicking sound and the horses uh, take off. Okay. You you are staying at Sankuti, yes? Yes. A dangerous place, that cathedral. Dangerous oh. place. Do tell. I'm uh, uh, interested. It, it does seem like there is something odd happening there. Yes, yes, something odd happening. There's something odd happening everywhere. Oh? You must beware. Beware the bloody bears. Beware the bloody ravens. Bloody bears and the bloody ravens. What there are faces uh... that will come at you in the night. People who will steal into your dreams, carry oh. you away. Uh, Monsters who, who are you? roaming the alleys. Do you speak in? I feel like you speak in, in metaphor, but perhaps they are real. These bears and ravens. Perhaps. Perhaps. What? What can I do? How should I protect myself from them? You should run. <laughs> Flee back to America. America is not my home any more than or less than Montreal is. Is it? I mean, none of these things would be uh, stopped at the borders unless it is the mighty St. Lawrence that protects the South. Montreal is an ancient city with an ancient soul. And so he starts to laugh. Uh, <laughs> tell uh, <laughs> It is here that the monsters choose to dwell. Um, uh, Montreal is uh, 400 years old. It is a, a, a brand new spot. Ah, yes, like all moderns. You think you know. You think you know. Oh. Well, I have said all I can. Look here, name, the cathedral sir? approaches. Will you tell me your na a name? I could tell you many names. One will do. One name? You may call me the driver. 
driver, of course. Um, I would like to make a, I don't have any sleight of hand. Uh, I guess I have base. Um, but I would like to leave with something. Um, he will help me down. Um, maybe there's a, a an extra mitten or a glove or something of his on the driver's bench or... Luck. Luck, okay. Uh, luck is a 15, which is a hard success. Uh, you may make a sleight of hand roll to attempt to snag it without him noticing. He, he, he can make a, a, a little perception check. I do not pass my sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't botch it, but... Uh, Jim, did you email me? Because I didn't receive it. Oh, no, it's fine. It was in Slack. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. Ah, if you wish to take one of my gloves, you may, of course, do so. Thank you. Please do so. Thank you, uh, driver. And thank you for the ride. I, I will be very curious to learn about the ancient history beneath Montreal. He tips his hat. Good day, mademoiselle. And, and drives you. away. Okay. Give, me, give me another intelligence roll. Sure. With a bonus guy. Oh, thanks. Oh, there we go. Um, that is an extreme success with a bonus die. Uh, as he's driving away and you're standing there on the, um, you know, on the sidewalk in front of the cathedral, watching the carriage pull away, uh, it finally clicks in your head. That's the same driver who drove, uh, at least some of you from the train station to the cathedral. Yeah. Two nights okay. Ago. Who was, uh, in Right. Uh, he didn't drive me because I was walking, which is why it yes. took so long. Yep. Um, okay. Excellent. Uh, from the train station. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and of with course. that, let us cut over to... Um, who was headed to the bookstore? Mr. Harwick and Mr. McBride. Yes? Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Um, I believe that you okay, had... Yeah, I read the note that you sent me now. Okay, cool. Yeah. I believe you had found the address. You had, like, looked it up? Yes. We had. Um, I actually have the address here somewhere. Uh, where was it? It is 400 Saint-Jean Street. Uh, it's called the Open Book. All right. Well, let's go. Indeed. As we walk, I will ask how you knew these people. Uh, well, Father McBride's my cousin. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, you commented on the ears, I remember. Um the rest, um, well, I know Miss LaForge from the university um, at Arkham, um, or at Miskatonic University. Um, we have known each other um, for a while. 
but um, the the rest of this cast of characters I met on the way here. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't make that uh, journey with you. Oh, look, here's the store. Oh, lovely. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, you you uh, there. You know the sign above uh, the door, the open book. Um, it is a uh, very uh, large shop, uh, a large ground floor, and then a uh, mezzanine as well. Uh, it is crammed floor to ceiling uh, with bookshelves, uh, which themselves are crammed full of books. Um, many of the books, especially kind of those that are towards the front and in the shop window and so forth, uh, are new books. Uh, but you can certainly see that there are uh, older and used books as well. Um, you know, some of them uh, that are you know locked in, you know, like glass display cases with you know that require keys to get in, uh, and this sort of thing. Uh, a middle-aged. Uh, late 40s, early 50s, maybe. Um, woman, nicely dressed, comes up and greets you. Uh, good day, gentlemen. How, how may I help you? Well, welcome to the open book. Hi, my name is Stanley McBride. My cousin, Father McBride, dropped a book off here yesterday. Um, I believe it was in Coptic, and I just wondered if any progress had been made on translating it. Oh yes, yes. I, I remember Philip being here. Um, I, I don't know anything about the details. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you'll have to speak to my husband. Uh, he's upstairs. Come this, this way. Oh, thank you. Uh, and she leads you upstairs um, to the mezzanine level, and kind of buried, you know, back in amongst the bookshelves. Uh, there is a short man of about the same age, late 40s, early 50s. Uh, he's got you know, a shirt on with a uh, sweater over it, uh, kind of small, uh, round glasses. Uh, actually, I have a picture of him. I could just show you that. That might be a little easier than me trying to describe what he looks like. Uh, where is he, Robert? There you are. Looks like that. And he stands up as he, in, as. Uh, the woman introduces you. Greetings. Hello. My, oh, my oh. name is Rob. My name is Robert. Robert Lowell. How can I help you? Oh, it's I'm pleased to meet you, Mr. Lowell. My name is uh, Stanley McBride. My associate here is uh, Percival Harwick. He's a antiquarian and a bibliophile himself. This is a um, wonderful shop. Look at all these books. Some of these are quite extraordinary. Thank you. Pardon the mess. I'm still sorting. Oh, my my vision is, you can see my vision is not as what it used to be and takes me more time to sort the books. I, uh, I, a uh, little busy right now, but uh, what can I help you with? Uh, well, my cousin, uh, Father Philip McBride, was here yesterday with a book in Coptic, I believe. I just was, we were wandering mm. by and wondered if you'd made any progress. 
Have you guys been to this bookstore before? We have not. This is my first oh. time to Montreal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need to sort my books. Um, I'm sorry, what were you saying again? Could you repeat that? Uh, the book that Father McBride brought you yesterday? Was it Father Coptic? McBride. Uh, Father Philip McBride? Yes. yes, yes, my cousin. Oh, yes. Oh, your cousin. Oh, okay. I see the resemblance a little bit. Um, Everybody does. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's very similar you have there, your nose. So, yes, he was here. Were you looking for him? No, the book he left with you. Oh, you're looking for the book. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I don't have it. Oh, why ever um, not? Was I supposed to give that to you? I, I returned it to the father. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, he said he had some errands this morning. I guess this was one of them, yes? Well, it's, I think it was dear to him because it's a 16th century Tibetan hymn book. So. Oh. oh well, that is you something. Know. Were yeah. you able to translate anything for him? Uh, just a bit. Uh, he said that he was in a hurry and he needed it, so I gave it back to him. Um, I have something similar in the store if you'd like to have a look at it. I would indeed, yes. Indeed. Yes, I said, I'm a little busy and I need to get back to work, but let me get this book to you and uh, you can don't, have a gander. Don't, don't worry, we'll pay for it, of course. Um, it's not for sale, but you can borrow it. Oh, oh. even better in some ways You're very kind no problem so here you go uh, i believe there's a reading space downstairs oh oh very good is it Just in that, uh, uh here you go have a look um and you can borrow it for two weeks oh well, do you that need sounds some kind of perfect deposit or something uh, no, I'll take your word for it. Ah, uh, you're very kind, Mr. Lowell. I um, am busy, so I need to go. Yeah, I would like to look at his desk briefly to see if he's working on anything interesting. Um, uh, spot hidden roll? I, I, no. Nope. Okay. Whoa, you're still here. <laughs> I have things to do. Okay. Sorry. Uh, well, sorry. 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 Uh, when we get downstairs, I will ask his wife. I think she's. Sorry, we didn't. We didn't meet earlier. I'm. I'm Percival Hardwick. Uh, do you happen to know when the father came by this morning? The fa oh, Father McBride. Yes. Um, I. I didn't see him this morning. No. Oh well. Huh. He's a. Hmm. Well, I'm just asking because uh, your husband suggested that he uh, he might have taken uh, come by and taken the book. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Robert gets a little confused about things sometimes. Um, in too much time with his nose in the books, he. You know, sometimes can't tell day from night or one day from the other, but uh, he's he's a good man. I, I you know, don't want you oh, to I've... think anything untoward about him. But no, no, not at all. But does that mean that he may have given the book to 
Well, anybody who asked for it? Oh, oh no, I I should think not. I'm, I'm sure if he says he gave it back to uh, Father McBride, he, I'm sure he did. It's just, I, I, I didn't see Father McBride here this morning. Huh. huh. Oh, well, that's fine. Yes, yes. Uh, well, uh, do you, uh, uh, Stanley, did you want to read the book here or did you yes. want to go back to the church? Um, maybe we should take a look at it here first to see if we can even read it. Oh, good thinking. Good thinking. I don't know which one of us happen, happens to have it, but I'll assume I will and I crack it open. Um, so the book that he gave you uh, is clearly uh, old. I mean, very old. You know, I don't mean like 10 or 15 years old. I mean, very old. Um, the cover is missing. Uh, there is a there or the front cover is missing I should say the binding is you know just kind of barely intact <clears throat> and the back cover you know kind of a, a you know leather covered wood uh, is still mostly kind of there um, the paper uh, comprising the book uh, is very yellow it's very withered um, you know, as you flip through it the characters in it uh, are you know, very faded and hard to see. Um, as you flip through it, you can see, first of all, it's not written in English. Uh, and second of all, a number of pages have been torn out. Oh. Do we have any sense of what language it might be? Uh, do you have the ability to make... Uh, a, I'm going to go with an extreme education role here. No, 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 no. Uh, definitely not. So no. Can I see where you guys are doing your roles? Uh, we uh, individually <laughs> just uh, we don't use a dice roller when we oh, play. Oh, smart. Yeah, just, of course. Because we're not Why do children. I hope you can't see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be very strange. <laughs> Unless you have some, you're looking over our shoulder. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> do you get? Do you guys just mind? Because I'm trying to learn the rules. Do you guys mind telling me which die you're rolling? Uh, it is it in Call of Cthulhu. Every 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 roll, uh, except occasionally for like damage, uh, is a D100. Okay, cool. Good to know. Sorry. It's all percent. It's all percentile base. Okay. Sorry to bother. Yeah, no worries. Um, um you guys, so give me a so you failed your education role. How about a hard intelligence? Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Let's do an intelligence role. Oh, Sean. Uh, oh. Okay. Rachel. Well, that's that's not so good then. Um, Stanley's not as dumb as he looks, but um, I rolled a seventy-seven for Sean. <laughs> that's about right. Uh, does that pass your intelligence? A ninety-seven? No. No, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Oh, seventy-seven. No, that doesn't either. <laughs> nope. Okay. 
Uh, and you failed that too, Rachel? I oh, did. sorry. Yeah, no, I want to be under. <laughs> so late. What? Uh, no. Forget how to play this game sometimes. I did. Uh, when was the last time I rolled? <laughs> it didn't involve me just dying. Uh, yeah. Yes, you did um, make it? No, I did not make it. Oh, not okay. with a 77. Okay. So um, you two have a book? Um, I think I'll, I'll, I'll head back upstairs. Um, uh, Mr. Lowell, I really hate to bother you, but um, perhaps, you know, you made some translation for, um, for Father Phil. Perhaps you have some notes or something that you took. This, we can't read this book. It's a beautiful book. It's very old. It's very kind of you to lend it to us, but um, neither of us can speak whatever language this is in. I shout from, I shout from upstairs. Is someone talking to me? I, 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 I tap him on the shoulder and said, yeah, I'm right here, sir. Um. <laughs> oh, so, so you came upstairs to where I am? Yes. Yes, I did. It's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, you startled me. I, I thought you were you, downstairs. You are such a lovely, lovely, kind man to, to lend us this, but um, can't we, 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 did you make you some need? notes? Did you make some notes for my cousin, perhaps, oh, that you course. kept? Oh, yes, yes, very elaborate notes, yes, elaborate, yes, very oh, elaborate. Lovely. Yeah. Could I borrow those? Sure, just ask him. He has them. Hello? <laughs> uh, well, do you remember anything about the book? Um, yes, very old book, very precious book. Um, are you familiar with Tibetan hymns? No. Okay. Um, uh. A little bit hard to explain. What is it that you'd like to know? I I I, I, guess. Don't, I don't mean to be rude. I just I have so much to do, and I'm not sure what you're asking me. Nope, nope. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, uh, Mr. Harwick, do you have any questions? Well, I, I'm I'm not actually there. I'm with the the wife. Oh, that's right. I turn around and go. Oh, he's not here. <laughs> uh, um, I will. I will ask the wife, do you, this is a wonderful book, but we really, unless you have some sort of book for translating it, I don't know how we would use it. Uh, I just wanted to show it to you as a loan so that you could get a feel for what it was that you were asking about. I, I didn't assume that um, to know why you would want it, but um, I thought I would just offer you a glimpse of the kind of book that your cousin had. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, well, we uh, can't use it, so I guess we'll just give it back to you. Okay. Uh, Good day. Good day. Should we go back to the church and uh, 
I don't know. Do you think we should have kept it? I mean, well, well, maybe we'll just tell the wife that we're going to borrow it after we're all and we'll take it. And if it comes in handy, it comes in handy. Sure, sure. That makes sense. You are wise, Mr. Harwick. Oh, only because I asked you what we should do. Only because I asked you. I guess okay, we head back to the church. So I'm sorry. Are you taking the book or not taking the book? We we ultimately decided we will take the book. Okay. But I okay. was trying to ask the wife if she had a translation a guide or something. Obviously, Robert's too busy. Uh, for Tibetan? No, I don't. I, I don't know. Let me let me look. Uh, and she goes to a particular shelf that you can see is a shelf of, um, you know, uh, translation dictionaries. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, many, most of them are new, uh, right. you know, half of them are English to French. Um, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't see anything here for Tibetan. Well, that's, that's fine. Thank you so much. Good day to you. You too now. Thank you. And with that, let's cut to, uh, Miss Boone, Mr. Steele in the very quiet Father Guthier. I believe yes. you were following the funeral procession out of the cemetery. Sounds right to me. Looking over our shoulder. Yep, the, yep. Uh, they invited us dogs. back to the. Ah, uh, yes. Is the dog following us? Uh, no. The dog wants. Uh, so right, the dog. You know, you kind of saw it from a distance. It put its paws up on the tombstone. Um. You know, wagged its tail. Saw you. Saw you were looking at it. Turned and ran away. Tran, turned and ran away. Okay. Interesting. And well, then you well, turned away to follow the procession. Yes, and jumped in our taxi and followed them back to their house. Uh, where, oops, wrong page. There we go. Uh, so yes, so you follow the, um, there are uh, a couple uh, limousines with the Lavoise in them. Uh, they lead, you know, kind of through the streets of Montreal uh, and um, up a hill uh, and finally, you know, kind of alongside you know an estate wall and then through a gate and there's a long kind of winding driveway uh that leads up to a a very large clearly uh very well maintained uh mansion um <clears throat> it is made largely of field stone uh, and you know, although you know you're not in it yet, you can kind of imagine that you know, especially some of the upper windows probably give quite a lovely view of the city of Montreal and of the river and the land beyond. Um, as the uh, the mansion, as the mansions, as the limousines and your taxi pull up in front of the mansion, 
Um, you can see there's kind of on the grounds, uh, which are immaculately manicured. Uh, you can also see there's two other um, main buildings. Uh, one that is rather larger than the other. Um, guest houses or, you know, a out mansion, maybe, whatever, something like that. Um, the you see the Lavois ahead of you all get out of their cars uh, and go inside. The taxi pulls up, uh, and uh, a butler comes out, opens the door. Uh, greetings, gentlemen and lady. Uh, father, yes, welcome, welcome. I have been instructed to show you uh, into the study. If you would follow me, please. Thank you very much. Follow him. Uh, he leads you into a study. Uh, it is a, uh, a very uh, large uh, paneled room. Um, There is a uh, a very you know a heavy kind of leather covered uh, wine colored desk. There's a series of windows along the wall, uh, which face north. Kind of a nice, beautiful, soft afternoon light uh, illuminating the room, uh, through which you can see uh, the the backside uh, of the mansion and the uh, the gardens out there. Um, the butler offers you uh, drinks and cigars. Oh, just a drink, thank you. Yes, a drink, no cigar, thank you. Uh, Monsieur Lavoie will be along momentarily. Sure, uh, Madame, perhaps. What was your question, Steve? Oh. Sure, and Madame, perhaps we uh, yes. were actually invited by Celine. I am sure many of the family will want to greet you. Ah, as you say, thank you. And he takes his leave. Okay. Just, I'll have. Uh, so, is this got? Uh, is, is it like a library? It's got books in here. Uh, there are a Book few shows. books. Uh, it is definitely not a library. It is, um, you know, it is very much a study. Yep. Uh, you know, there are you know some papers arrayed on the desk. Um, you know, but there's not a whole lot of uh, you know. There are some. Um, there are some bookshelves behind the desk, uh, which, you know, hold. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Binders. Uh, all of which have um, you know, a few letters and what looks like a, a date, maybe a month. You know, January like this a, year, February of this year, that kind of thing. So looks like a, uh, it definitely uh, where he does his business. Yes. Yeah. I'll just sit down in a chair and. Um, just have my drink and wait. Okay. Sure. If there are pictures or photos on the wall, I'll take a gander and do the same. Small talk. Uh, there are a number of oil paintings on the wall. 
Um, do you have any art knowledge? Hmm, probably not. I was hoping to see things like a large dog or something like that. Um, would they be art craft? Um, you know, basis five. Can all, a girl can always dream. Uh, the ninety-three. That yeah, that would not get it for many people. So no, no okay. art. <laughs> I've got I've got photography if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely done. So with you want to roll low? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If there's a uh, the numbers are in percentages, and so like a twenty five percent chance would mean you roll twenty five or less. Gotcha. That's just like Rune Quest. Mm. Not by coincidence. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um. So all of the, uh, yes, there is uh, oil paintings. They are all uh, very nicely executed, I guess. You know, not being a, an art expert or not really rolling well. <laughs> Who can tell? Um, after 10, 15 minutes, uh, Celine walks in. Oh, Mr. Steele and uh, Miss Boone. So good to see you. Thank you so much for coming. Yes. Thank you for, oh, nice um, to meet you. Sorry. Here you go. I was going to say, oh, yeah, so nice to see you. And she'll, you know, stand up. I'm so sorry for your loss. Very kind of you to ask us uh, in such trying times. The uh, oh, shows were wonderful. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, all that is behind us now. Uh, Miss Boone, I see you are admiring Father's uh, paintings. Uh, yes, do you know yes. what, Joe? Uh, I'm afraid I don't know much about art, but they certainly are uh, striking. Oil paints, are they? Ah, yes. Uh, these are all uh, originals uh, by Watteau. You know, uh, he's a, a French painter. Oh, I, I'm afraid my knowledge doesn't extend to... Uh, the, the French masters, but they they are quite again quite striking, beautiful. Oh well, if you want, if you wish to know anything about them, be certain to ask Father. He he loves to talk about his collection of Watteaus. I'll make sure to do that. Thank you. Um, I, have you uh, are you all uh, settled? Do you have? I see you've you have your drinks. Uh, do you like anything else? Yeah, yeah, thank like, you. Um, no. Go ahead, Simon. Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, no, thank you very much. I'm definitely quite comfortable. It's a very nice room. And beautiful views, I can see. Oh, thank nice. you. It's it is it's our little uh, oasis from the world. Yes, I can see why. Uh, at about that time, a man walks in. Looks like that. Ah, lady, gentlemen, father, allow me to introduce myself. Uh, Jean-Claude Laveau. Ah, Monsieur Laveau, very nice to meet you. I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you very much for your concern. I do, I do appreciate it. Yes, I'm very kind for you to uh, send your hospitality. We, 
we certainly do appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I must say you have a lovely daughter and, uh, and son as well. It's, uh, you've made their acquaintance recently, as I'm sure you know. Why, thank you. And I do appreciate your helping uh, Celine with that nasty business on the train. Mm. Yes, yes. Quite shocking, that. Yes. <clears throat> Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Well, I do apologize, but... Uh, if you would have a seat, I would very much like to get down to business. I uh, give Simon a sort of a <clears throat> wide-eyed glance. Business. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll look over and yeah, sit down. Yes. I understand <clears throat> that there is a group of you uh, that has come here to Montreal. A few of us, yes, yes. It's, uh, yes. Mutual friends, you know. Dear Celine said that there were a number of you who helped her on the train. <clears throat> well, I do not know why you are here in Montreal. And I must tell you that really I do not care either. But Celine, she tells me that you are uh, fairly intelligent people, uh, fairly compassionate people, uh, and you have some reputation about you. Uh, he specifically looks at uh, Miss Steele, or sorry, Mr. Steele. Uh, in Miss Boone. Yes. And he says that. I have had... I have had some agents making inquiries in the States. Uh, you must understand, I do not want my daughter uh, interacting with just anyone. As you say, that... Um... That, that's quite interesting. Quite interesting. You have uh, <clears throat> agents, you say, in the states. Your uh, reach extends far. Uh, money extends around the entire world, dear lady. <clears throat> I understand. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> I. Um. Why don't you guys make a spot hidden roll? Oh, that might work. Let's see. Do that does uh, normal success. A normal success for me as well. Okay. Um, yeah, he is not in the best of health. Hmm. <clears throat> does it seem? Can we tell what? Uh, <clears throat> you know, he could be. Anything kind of grimacing in pain or sort of coughing as if he had perhaps lung cancer type of thing or, you know, uh, do the symptoms line up with something? Uh, he is coughing and uh, clearly is having some trouble breathing. Mm, mm. Uh, you can make a medicine roll. Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. Uh, 
Let's see. Nope, that will not do it. I forgot the base was one. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, I definitely don't do it either. Okay. Well, I must say that I do not make a policy of trusting people. But as you have helped Celine twice now, and as your reputation is seems to be a good one, I do feel that I can trust you, at least to some extent. I wish to ask for your help. This will seem unbelievable to you, but it is, I tell you, the truth. My father is trying to kill me. <clears throat> um, yeah, Patricia will cough Your herself. Father? Yeah. Yes. You're talking about, um, that's right. Wasn't it his father, Lucian, who, wasn't it he who passed away? Uh, yes, that is correct. Yes, I will glance at, uh, our father for for his thoughts and receiving no reply. I will, uh, yes, listen to Simon. And so how is he trying to kill you? <sighs> the day before he died, he cast a curse upon me. As it, uh, quite frankly, sir, as it, uh, as it sits, your, um, your claim does not seem as incredulous to two of us as it might seem to some others. Please, go into detail. That is why I believe it is the fortune of the divine that Celine has met you. I do not believe that there is anyone else in Montreal that could assist me with this task. So what sort of curse indeed? Um, I think the lady is correct. Yeah, we have unique perspective on these things. Well, I should tell you, perhaps it would be best to give you some of my history with my father. And the, the curse might make itself obvious, or perhaps it will be of some assistance to you. My father, Lucian, with his wife, my mother, Clara, moved here from France in 1857. 
My brother Jacques was one year old at the time. A couple years after they moved here, they had another boy, Andre, who died only a year later. I was born in 1862 in northern Quebec. We lived happily enough, I suppose, until my mother died in 1878. Father blamed me for mother's death. He became wild. He became violent. And so I left. I came here to Montreal to follow my dreams of achieving some kind of success in this country. And I did fairly well for myself, acquiring the distillery and a good time to be making money both in Canada and in the United States. Jacques joined me here eventually, but uh, Father Lucien stayed in the north. I sent him money to help him survived, care for him in his old age, but otherwise did not speak to him or did not see him until he showed up on our doorstep four months ago. You speak of Jacques or Lucien? Lucien. Who came to, ah, your father. father. Yes. yes. We put him up in the guest house, uh, but even so, I made it a point not to interact with him any, any more than was strictly necessary. So though he, he was close physically to you, he never became close to you emotionally. That is quite correct. Mm. We consulted some specialists at the Royal Victorian Hospital. He was sick. They found a cancer three weeks ago he became completely mad the butler he kind of nods his head you know outside the door clearly indicating the butler that you know showed you in mm-hmm. <clears throat> found him wandering around uh, the main house one night with a hatchet. Uh, According to the butler, he wandered the halls for a time, eventually made his way upstairs to the gallery where we have some family portraits and buried the ax into my portrait. Hmm. We called the doctors. He was taken to the hospital. The doctors deduced he had a tumor on his brain, 
over the next few weeks, his mental health continued to decline. He told me the last time I saw him that he was going to curse me. And the night before he died, he cast his curse. Word. And how do you say that he cast his curse? Do you have evidence or knowledge of... What's this? Did he leave a book or some materials in his house where he cast it? I mean... <sighs> We know that he cast the curse in his room. Mm. <clears throat> we did bring him back from the hospital to his room so that he could die at home. There was nothing to be done at the hospital. The staff heard... Her hospital announcements. <laughs> the staff heard some voices from the sky. Yes. Yeah. Uh, heard some strange noises, chanting this sort of thing coming from the room. And whatever he has done, <coughs> excuse me, <sighs> however, the magic works. None of us can enter the room. Hmm. It is, um, sorry, go. It is my belief that the curse can be lifted simply by reversing whatever ceremony it was he performed. This is typical, as I'm sure you're aware of various ancient stories in the French-Canadian folklore, but as I said, none of us can enter the room. I must insist upon uh, a decision from you uh, soon. Time is uh, of the essence, um, but I offer you $2,000 in cash if you are able to lift the curse. To be honest, the money isn't important to me, but I am... But Patricia turns and looks. <laughs> I'm more than interested in having a look at this curse and seeing if we can reverse it. Um, do, would you like us to try to enter the room now? Well... Quite frankly, Father Gautier is, uh, would be the specialist on this, but as you can see, he's deep in thought. Um, perhaps you wouldn't mind if we call some of our compatriots. I, uh, I can think of Miss LaForge that Celine knows particularly well might, uh, <clears throat> might be uh, of exceptional uh, help, but uh, we can certainly take a look at it before then. Would you mind? Uh, yes, um, Miss LaForge, who, um, a friend of ours who, um, she studies dreams and she has the ability to hold objects and dream, <coughs> use them <coughs> to dream. <coughs> I will try to uh, sort of gloss over the uh, the dream part. 
But uh, <laughs> she, she certainly is well studied in uh, in the occult studies. Indeed. Does he seem willing to let us uh, call for assistance, or uh, if if you are willing to agree, uh, Celine can show you the room now, mm. and I would ask that you, you return uh, tomorrow in the, to attempt to lift the curse. Please do whatever additional research you wish to tonight and in the morning. Um, I'm afraid I cannot have visitors here this evening. I have uh, guests coming that would not appreciate strangers uh, on the grounds. Um, but you are welcome to see the room now, and I would hope that you return tomorrow. Certainly, that sounds like a fine arrangement. Um, do you have Indeed. any of your father's uh, your father's things? Perhaps some some items he may have left uh, in the main house. Even the hatchet, as you say, that was buried well, upon your... Why don't we go and take a look at the room and see if we can enter it? If they cannot, we might be able to retrieve something from there. Yeah, I, I simply think that uh, it might be helpful if Miss LaForge were to uh, see some of his personal items, perhaps. Uh, everything of his that we have is is in his room. Hmm. Even the hatchet. Very well. Let's, uh, as you say, Simon. Let's, um, father, father, wake up. Let's, um, let, let's go see, shall we? Uh, Celine, if you would be so kind. Uh, yes, father. Yes, father. Uh, this way, Mister Steele. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Jean-Claude stands. He kind of wheezes and, and coughs for a moment. <clears throat> um, thank you. Uh, I, <clears throat> I appreciate your discretion and your assistance. Certainly, sir. Certainly, you've uh, certainly extended enough of your uh, hospitality to us that it's the least we can do. Yes, most definitely. Uh, let's cut really quick back to uh, Miss LaForge. No, I'm sorry, Edwin. Uh, let's go to Mr. Hardwick and Mr. McBride. Having left the bookstore with a book in tow. Percy, didn't my cousin say that this book was in Coptic? Which would have made sense if if St. Cuti had been in the, the Holy Land. Uh, in, in, I was not there, but that is what others told me, yes. I think it's strange that somehow now the book is Tibetan, but uh, there's a lot that seems strange here. I, I don't understand I how... How father would have given the book the night before and expected results by oh, just a few hours later. It's, and um, and supposedly got pretty detailed results. Hmm. It's possible, though, that maybe uh, 
Maybe the bookseller stayed up all night working on it. He seems like the sort that might lose track of time. Oh, should we head back to the church? See the others? Or perhaps go to the library and get a translation? I, I don't know. I was wondering if maybe, uh, maybe look around my cousin's study to see if maybe he left the notes out. Or he might even be back. We don't really know. He said he had errands in the morning. It's afternoon now. He might be back. Let's go. Indeed. And I guess we'll head back to the church. Okay. Um, for the sake of narrative convenience, uh, are you walking at your, however you get there, uh, you come up to the church uh, as you see uh, Miss LaForge standing on the sidewalk, um, looking somewhat bemusedly at a carriage rolling down the street away from the church. Alice Lise, how has huh? your afternoon been? Oh, uh, well, I, I hardly remember now. It, uh, I just had a very odd meeting in, in, well, it's been several years of odd meetings, but this one was, it really put me off. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it, it, I had a, a fine time at the library, and uh, um, perhaps a drink would be good. Uh, uh, um, how about yourselves? How was your your afternoon? Well, we we went to the bookstore. We found out that uh, Father McBride had been by and already picked up the book and got some notes. Although it's very odd, it seems that the book was written in Tibetan of all languages. You said it was a oh. hymn book. A hymn. Yeah. Well, he offered us a hymn book, and I will pull out the book. He said. He sort of offered this as a suggestion of the type of language it was written in. It's very strange. I thought it was Coptic, and now it's Tibetan. So, Yes, yes, that is. Uh, there are many things that I think are not right with the father's, uh, Phil's story. Oh, oh. Well, let us go inside and see if he's around, and perhaps we can ask him questions. And Elise takes one last sort of long look up the street uh, before following them in. Yes. Okay. I assume he's long gone. I'm just sort of tracking back to that. Yes. Um, yes, there's some history. So, uh, Mr. Harwick, yes? Yes, yes. What do you know of the history of Montreal? Well, I read a few books in my time, uh, not, not a tremendous amount. How how old do you think it is? Hmm. Well, let's see. It was here during the colonial times. Uh, four, 400, 450, somewhere in that range, maybe. And you, Stanley, what do you think? 
I, I'm the janitor. Remember? Yes, I remember, of course. But you have some uh, surprises sometimes. Oh, well, hmm. Well, I guess the city itself, I mean, was there something here before the French got here? See, you do have it. I I was offered a ride. Uh, Stanley, you took the taxi, I believe, on uh, when we arrived yesterday at the train, no? I think I did. Did the driver say anything to you? I don't recall him saying anything special. Uh, and if he said it in French, it wouldn't have done me much good. Of course, perhaps that is it. So as I was leaving the library, the driver that took you picked me up. And he he told me about some dangers that are in Montreal from many centuries ago, from, I don't know, a thousand years, uh, two thousand, who knows? He said very old and... Uh, I laughed, of course, because as Mr. Harwick here, Montreal is a new city, uh, like all the cities in the New World, but he seemed to think it was very old and that there are some ancient terrors that live here that are rising. And I'm... I'm very nervous about this, and I think she's sort of uh, handling this uh, this leather glove as uh, as she's talking about it. Um, uh, obviously, a man's glove. And I uh, I don't know how we can find out what is happening, but this is I don't know if it is even related. But San Kuti, San Kuti is what we were talking about, and. He should not be here either. He died in the uh, in the Ottoman Empire in the 1500s. Right. But a piece of his his thigh bone came here somewhere to Montreal. I don't know if it was to Saint Couty to the. I think it was. It was to this church, to San Kuti. We should see if we can see that. Perhaps it is in the, in the church itself. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried about Phil. I'm worried. Yes. If maybe there aren't some pressures that he's not telling us about. I wonder about going to. The 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 bishop the. Or looking through the cathedral um, records, um, if what you're talking about that this place is older, mm. could this body be older than Montreal and and whatever the cathedral is built upon, older than the city? There was a church that may have been Christian here that was something with the blood of the heart 
in northern Quebec and here in Montreal. I believe there is something. Did you say Tibet? Yes. Yes, the book. The book is apparently in Tibet, of all things. Anna Solis pulls out her, her notebook from her, her bag and starts looking through it and eventually comes to the notes on uh, on this police report um, and sort of shares this uh, this bit about the satanic books from far Tibet. Perhaps some of these books survived the fire. Oh. It must have. Some of them must have, because later the books, if they figured something out after the fire, it must have seen some of the books. They must have them. You, you, what did the bookseller say? Well, not much, really, <laughs> but he said he gave notes to Father McBride. We're in the church. Now. Father McBride, Father McBride. Uh, let us cut there as you call for <laughs> Father McBride. Uh, back to Ms. Boone, Mr. Steele, the quiet Father Guthier. Um, as Celine kind of leads you out of the main house and along or, or through the grounds to uh, one of the buildings that you saw on your way in, uh, which of course is the guest house, uh, which makes spot hidden rolls. A spot hidden roll. Have to fail for a twenty-nine success, normal success. Okay, Mr. Steele, would you make a track roll, please? Mm. Oh. Okay, track. I might spend the luck, so I'll spend five points of luck to make it. Okay, um, as uh, Celine leads you. Uh, you know, along the path up to the uh, guest house, uh, you notice in the uh, grass, uh, and you can see kind of faint a faint outline of one of them, maybe two where it goes across the path. Um, the paw prints of a large animal. Uh, and since you succeeded in your track, you would guess it's a bear. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll sort of kneel down for a minute while, while we're walking across to take a close look and go, do you get many bears on the ground? You would actually guess that the bear is actually a little distinctive, maybe, because it appears to only have three legs. Do you get many three-legged bears on the ground? <laughs> in a tripod, perhaps. Nice. <laughs> oh, we we have oh we we have a number of of uh, abused and rejected animals from uh, collectors and and circuses uh, that we care for. We we adopt them and bring them here and uh, allow them to roam the grounds at night. They're 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 harmless. They're harmless. Ah, oh, okay. Yes, he uh, he was he was with a, a particularly unpleasant circus. Uh, he's quite old, maimed, but um, you know we simply try to uh, 
give him uh, some peace and quiet in his final years. Understand. Yeah. Can I, again, kind of look around the grounds and see if there are, you know, it sounds as if there, uh, she is describing uh, like cages or some type of barn or something that might be, you know, can I see anything that might house animals? Uh, not from where you are. But right, it's a very big yes, ground, I'll take it. Yes, yeah. yes. Right, he, right. The, the whole estate is clearly very large, right? And so to get to the guest house, you've kind of come out, you know, the front of the mansion, the, the main mansion, mm. you know, and followed a path kind of off to the side. Uh, you know, the grounds kind of extend, you know, to the sides and, and you know, behind the mansion quite far uh it's certainly large enough that you would believe that you could easily believe that there is a barn back there or you know a building housing animals of some description behind the guest house or just... uh, be, behind the main house okay um or you know yeah. off you know off in some corner of the estate right it's it's large yeah. enough that you can believe that there's a you know a, that there are other buildings even large buildings that you can't see from here yeah. Given um, Patricia's um, experiences and conversations with Anna Elise, wherein she kind of believes that anything could be possible now, uh, and also the observation of the dog, does she kind of, does the bear tracks, now that she sort of is pointed out by Simon, do they seem to head towards the guest house, perhaps, exactly paralleling the path? At best, perhaps walking around the guest house. Okay. A circumnavigation of the guest house, perhaps. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay, we'll continue to. Sorry. Yeah. Just to ask a um, far reaching kind of casting a a super wide net, did we see anyone at the the funeral uh, having. A missing leg or arm or anything like that? Uh, no. Okay. Just checking. Again, anything is possible these days. Okay. Onward. Uh, Celine leads you into the front door of the guest house. I, I must apologize. Uh, the, the guest house is not other than um, grandfather. It has not been used much. Um there is no electricity. My grandfather did not want it turned on, and he didn't want a maid around, so we simply left the sheets on everything. As she walks in, you know, it, it has almost that abandoned look about it, right? You know, all the furniture is kind of covered with sheets, and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, drapers, the drapes are drawn. Um, uh, this way, and she kind of opens a, a you know, one of the... Um, drapes in front of one of the windows to illuminate, you know, the ground floor a little bit. And mm-hmm. um, she leads you uh, upstairs uh, to a particular door. This, 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 this was grandfather's room. And she, uh, she takes out a set of keys, unlocks it. And the bed, the door slowly creaks open. Celine steps back. 
I'll, I'll wait for you down in the foyer. I'm, I'm sorry. Before, I'm sorry. You, before you go, what do you actually feel? I mean, uh, how do you feel? She rushes off without answering you. You can make psychology rolls. Definitely. Uh, ah, that would be an extreme success. Robert. Oh, I failed. <laughs> uh, she is clearly very frightened. Mm-hmm. Need to make sure I ask her about the uh, the hatchet as well and know uh, her response. She, she's scared, Simon. Whatever it is, she's she's very scared. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you look in, as you look into the room, uh, you can see that it is very, very dimly lit. Uh, all of the curtains are drawn. Uh, there is a table just near the door uh, that has uh, some partially burned candles on it and a box of matches. Uh, there is quite a powerful stench coming from the room. Uh, it does not smell good at all. Uh, and the room is a mess. There are rags and paper and broken glass all over the floor. Uh, there are a couple dressers in the room. Uh, they are both overturned. The drawers are pulled out. Uh, clothes kind of tossed all over. Uh, there are a number of uh, small, very nice-looking china, china plates um, here and there on the floor, uh, all of which have bits of food on them that are clearly quite rotten. Okay. Um, there is... Um, there are some kind of rust-colored, kind of powdery stains uh, everywhere, on the floor, on the ceiling, on the walls. Um, you can just see in the dim light the bed, uh, and there are a number of um, bones and skin on it um, from small animals. Squirrels, rats, this kind of thing. Um, in the very center of the floor, which is hardwood, um, scraped into the wood and then painted in a, in a bright red is a circle made of five triangles equally spaced. Yep. Their bases overlapping, forming what you immediately recognize as a pentagram. Um, around that, there are a number of other uh, symbols scratched into the wood and painted. And the whole thing is rather large. It's a good 10 feet across. The circle or the, the room? Diagram. Gotcha. Sand rolls. You got it. Most definitely. Uh, and I made it. I think it's a success. Oh, no, I failed it by four. Patricia's still pretty, pretty disturbed by things, and she's disturbed by this as well. 
Now you can lose a D3, Sam. D3. And this is uh, in a timeline after Shepherd of Moths, correct? Correct? Yes. Yep. Yep. This is just what Stanley and Anna Celise were describing the other day. That happened to them earlier. And um, one more quick question, just to verify sort of player knowledge. The, um, the funeral seemed to contain a body being lowered. Well, it was a casket when we got there, right? A casket, which you would assume had a body in it. That's the point of a funeral, yes. Right, versus a, um, yeah, it would be a, ah, what's the word? If there were ashes in an urn, the big drawers that you put them in. Right. Cremation? Yes. That sounds good. Okay. So, uh, if Patricia sort of slowly reaches out her hand to the doorway, is she shocked into tomorrow, or she can she reach her hand through? No, it's only a D three sand loss. You're fine. You can reach in. You oh. can walk in. Oh. I'll walk in. I'll walk into the room and start looking around. Um, I do have a little bit of Cthulhu mythos and occult. I mean, just a basic five percent occult. Um. I want to take a good look at these, this pentagram and any symbols. Are there any um, like books or papers outlining anything? Uh, okay, um, you can certainly walk in and you know have a good look at the pentagram and the symbols within. Mm-hmm. Um, as Mr. Steele does that, uh, Ms. Boone, what are you up to? Um. Well, the place seems a mess. I, um, I suppose a general search around it, particularly honing in on the uh, the bad smells, unless they're just of the food that's been sitting out. Um, okay. Um, back to Mr. Steele for a moment. As you kind of you know walk in, you kind of enter the the area of the circle to have a look at it. Um, as soon as you do, you immediately feel rather lightheaded. Make a power roll. A power roll. Um, I failed. Uh, as you you kind of you know step in the circle, you kind of you know you're looking around, you're looking at the symbols. You start to feel a little lightheaded, and you find yourself, you're standing back outside the circle, facing the other way. You've walked out of the circle, and you didn't even realize you were doing it. That's weird. I'll look back at the circle. Um, Patricia? Yes. Yes, Simon. Can you just try something for me? Can you step inside that circle? <laughs> the circle there? Yeah, that one. Did you um? Did you break the circle by chance? No, I know. I didn't break the circle. She kind of cocks her head sideways and says, "Well, all right." And she'll chin up. Step boldly into it. Power roll. Yep. 
that's going to fail as well. Uh, Mr. Steele, you see Ms. Boone step into the circle. You see her eyes kind of, you know, kind of flutter, and she turns and walks right back out. Very interesting. What? What happened? Seem to be the circle seems to be protecting itself. Hmm. Can't step into it. It just sort of repels you. Um, I'm going to try to kneel down. I'm going to try to break the circle. Try to rub the line out. Is it burnt into the wood or is it? So it's physically inscribed into the wood, and it's physically. like deep. It's like it's like not you know. It's like a good you know quarter inch gouged into the wood. It's not, you know, just kind of lightly scratched, right? They, they, where it's gouged is then painted, you know, and the paint is, you know, well dry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, you can't, you know, it's not just like a pile of salt you can yeah. <laughs> brush aside. Um, no, no. Uh, um, is there any, like, tool or anything that looks around just by looking around that he could have used to basically gouge this circle into the... Uh, spotting of the hidden. Spotting of the hidden. Uh, that's a normal success. Nope. He was an old man and sick, has cancer. How old does this circle seem to be? Is it, is it recently new, newly gouged, or? Um, the paint certainly seems fresh. The, um, beyond that, I'm not sure you can tell from out here. Okay. I'm going to try once again to step into the circle. Power if roll. I can try. Yep. Power roll. Power roll. A 10. So that's a hard success. Uh, you can lose a point of sand. Okay. And you can make a, you can make a hard con roll, please. Oh. 11. That is a hard success. It's extreme success, actually. Uh, okay. Uh, you are there in the circle. You may make a, a cult roll and a mythos roll. Okay, so my occult roll was a 88. My mythos roll was a 05. You do not recognize any of the symbols. Ms. Boone, what are you about having walked back out of the circle? Simon, Simon, what are you? Are you all right? Try to have some conversation with him. Can he yeah. seem to hear me? But uh, do you feel different? It was a struggle getting in here. No, I don't feel different. But it's like something's pressing on me. Let me, uh, 
stay there. Let me see if I can help you with something. And I will uh, begin sort of quickly rummaging through the room to see if there's any, I don't know, anything at worst, like some cane that an old man might walk on at best, like some uh, scrawled notes of paper or something like that. Uh, you can make a spot hidden roll. Okay, let's try it. Uh, that's going to be a normal success. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> on the bed, uh, as I said, um, kind of everything there uh, is clearly you know, just the the well, well decayed bodies of small animals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the mess around the room um, is you know clothes mostly. Uh, there's no sort of books or paper or anything like that. Uh, there are a few candles kind of scattered around. Um, I'm sorry, you you made you made your success. You got a success on the spot hidden. I did. It was only a normal success, though. Okay. Nope. That's fine. Um, the other two, the two things that kind of take your notice as you're looking around. First. Um, there is a a wall ledge bordering the room, um, about seven feet off the floor. There's kind of a narrow ledge that goes all the way around the entire room. Mm-hmm. And the ledge is filled with uh, eight-inch wooden toy soldiers in British red uniforms. Oh, those are the only things. Can I think of, uh, or not think of, can I find anything that's uh, that's long? I mean, kind of, uh, and, and I imagine the terrible stench is from the dead animals on the bed, right? Yes, and okay. the rotten food. Yeah. Can I find anything that might um, be long knock enough em. to not knock them? Yeah, to, to knock them out and drag them. No, uh, anything that might be long enough to sort of like a broom or something like that anything that he might grab if he has trouble coming out no um well you could throw him a pair of pants or something yeah okay yeah that sounds good pair of pants um okay the the other thing you see besides the soldiers um is under uh, one of the dressers that's pushed up against the wall uh Mm -hmm. there is something silvery Something silvery. Okay, Simon, just just wait there. Don't do anything yet. And I'll uh, hands in one hand. I'll, uh, no problems. Take um, a look at I'm this. Gonna, Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I'm going to pull out while he while Patricia's looking around. I'm going to pull out um, piece of paper and pencil and try to sketch down some of these symbols. Okay. Because I didn't bring, I wouldn't have brought my um, camera to the funeral, but I want to try to basically sketch the symbols down. Okay. And I will, uh, again, pants pants in one hand, I'll take a look at the, whatever the silver thing is. Father, will you do something to help? <laughs> and uh, take a look at the silver. Uh, you reach down and find a bowl. Hmm. It's a bowl uh, of, go ahead. It, it is a silver bowl. Mm-hmm. 
uh, about 10 inches across. Uh, it is empty, although it is stained inside with uh, something crusty and brown. Mm. Uh, there is writing etched <clears throat> around the outer rim of the bowl. And there is writing etched across the inside of the bowl. <clears throat> um, but not in a way that like crosses the center of the inside of the bowl. If you can imagine that. So outer edge, insider edge, nothing over the rim, basically. Well, not around the inside edge, but like oh. from 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 one edge, kind of down into the bowl, and then kind of curving back up to another point in the edge. Ah, I see. And but, but it doesn't go straight through the center. Just taking a wild guess. There's nothing that I recognize here. Is it a language or picture or anything I've seen? Uh, so. Whatever is written on the inside of the bowl, uh, mm -hmm. you can make a education roll. Hmm. Okay, where's my... Okay. Ah, oh, that was going to be a 20, and then it rolled over to an 80. So that's... A <laughs> uh, no, you do not recognize the writing mm -hmm. on the inside of the bowl. Can I at least tell that it is some sort of language, or does it seem like strange? Uh, it definitely um, seems like some sort of language, possibly Asian, probably Asian language. Mm, I got you. Okay. Uh, the outside of the bowl, the outer rim, is in French. Oh, what you say? What do we have here? Where's the English and nothing? Okay. There's an unpleasant language for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of nothing. Well, I guess I have base. Let's see if we get the one, perhaps. Maybe a few words. Oh, so close though, a twenty-four. If it was a new character with lots of luck, I I might burn it. But no, nothing. I know who to show this to though. I will uh, hand it oh. to. Um, oh, the father does speak French. Yeah, he does. Ah, I was going to hand it to him anyway and tell him to uh, save this for Anna Elise. And I will still do so, but uh, here, make yourself useful. I'm, you, you hear a voice coming from downstairs. I'm, I'm very sorry. Father, father's guests will be here soon. Um, please, please hurry. I, I must ask you to leave before they arrive. Yes, yes. We are about our work, but we'll, uh, we'll hurry. And, indeed, uh, indeed. Yeah, so I'll yeah pass that on to Father Gutierrez and uh, throw some pants. <laughs> One leg was a well, pants. Well, I'll, I'll try. First, I'll try stepping out. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Grab the pants just in case something happens. I remember it's not the circle. It's a freaky circle. So you may wind up <laughs> back in the circle or who knows what. Well, just... I'll just first try to step out the circle. No! Okay. Jim, is there um, a problem? Yeah, nope. You step outside the circle. You're fine. Okay. Okay, well, maybe we'll take that bowl with us and head back to speak to the others. This is very yep. interesting. One final quick look around, and uh, down we go, unless there's anything more to see. Um, more to steal. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. I might take uh, one or two of the little tin soldiers, the 
toy soldiers. Uh, there wouldn't. You can certainly no, you know, with some, you know, toss them up and knock them down and grab a couple of them and take them with you, sure. Yeah. Don't know if they're important, but yeah. Do the um the small animals. Oh, really don't want to take one with me. But no, do they seem to be eviscerated in any specific way or killed, perhaps as I ask this, I wonder myself if I really want to know. Perhaps uh, treated in the same way as the body that, um, uh, well, I guess that has no, no bearing on it. Does it se- do they seem to be treated in any certain way? No. The animals? Nope. This. Okay. Slid open. Okay. Um, okay. Sorry to interrupt think- you guys, but I'm actually going to sign off. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for joining. I, uh, Hope you enjoyed yeah. it. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for letting me um, do a cameo, and I hope to visit again. <laughs> Thanks for that your help. That was a fine bookseller, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Take Thank care, you. Michael. Have a great yeah. night. See you. Bye. Have a good one. Yep. Um, as you head out, uh, Celine is at the bottom of the stairs there. Yes, yes, take, take whatever you need. Please, please. Cool. Thank um, you. You, you. Tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. If you would be so kind. Yes, you That's probably good. mentioned the uh, the hatchet that uh, that your grandfather buried in his portrait. Um, is it available? And I'm going to look closely and go for a uh, psychology role if she denies it. If possible, uh, I, I I don't know. I would have to add, we would I would have to ask the butler, which which I will do so. Um, if if we if it. If we still have it, uh, we'll have it available for you when you come tomorrow evening. I think it might uh, might be important. Uh, perhaps, perhaps a quick, uh, a quick a quick check with him might be. Does she seem to be hiding anything, or is she really just trying to get us out of the psychology role? Psychology. All righty, that's gonna fail, of course. Still suspicious. Ms. Boone is always suspicious. Yes, yes. She knows too much. Definitely um, some serious IP theft going on in this place of Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So uh, I give her the squint. A little bit of tiny bit of the stink eye, but still somewhat respectable at the moment. Um and uh well shall we go simon i think so yes this is very intriguing i have to bring my camera how are we um let out transported are we uh there's a taxi there's a taxi waiting for you a um yes a a montreal cab not um yeah okay um And are we like escorted straight to the taxi, or are we sort of yes. waved off and she runs inside? Okay. Celine well, takes you. you to the taxi. Thank you so much for your for your hospitality. Now, thank you for thank agreeing you. to thank assist, Father. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. See, see you tomorrow. As we reach the end of the long drive, or whatever it is, sort of out of sight of the main grounds, I ask. Um, Driver, could you could you pull over for a moment? I, I have to check my purse. And I'll uh, look inside my purse and then look to Simon and say, you know, 
there might be some interesting people there tonight. You have a uh, your camera still works, does it not? Yeah, it's back at the um, uh, it's back at the uh, church, but yeah, it definitely still works. The camera is back at the church. Oh, well. yeah, I didn't bring with me with to the funeral. Very well. I, I can't find what I'm looking for anyway. Driver, carry on, please. <laughs> uh, the driver pulls out of the estate, and I think this is a good place to call it for the night. <laughs> this Great. is some awesome layers of layers. Yeah. I know. I feel like there must be seven, uh, seven <laughs> mysteries going on, and I think that's great. Yeah, <laughs> definitely loving it. It's very. If one of them doesn't kill you. The next one will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll drive you Probably totally unrelated, right? Yeah. I want to know what Father Phil has to say about all this, or Father Gutierrez, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Never met such quiet priests. I know. I know. I know. I know. So I'm introspective. Yes. Yes. Yeah, especially being an exorcist. I mean. I think he would have had a lot to say about this. He would have been perfect. <laughs>